Hey, 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 world. What's up, Ashley? How you doing? I'm good. What's up, Amber? <laughs> Apparently choking us up. That's one way to start a podcast. And that is our official welcome. Yeah. Episode three. All foggy in the throat and shit. <laughs> Where what we cough for the next 30 minutes. Thank you. <laughs> right. Ain't coughed all day. And now all of a sudden, right when it's time for me to start talking, all of a sudden now we got problems. But <laughs> hey, um, <laughs> shit, oh, this is so tired. We were um, legit talking for like 10 minutes before this, not a cough. Not a single cough, nothing. And then boom, here you go introduction so hey everyone welcome to stuff our dad can't have a podcast to of two sisters just shooting the shit talking about all the good food we had as kids all the great food we make as adults and perhaps a little bit of education in between i'm amber i'm ashley and uh yeah we're sisters we've been talking to each other for all of ashley's life (laughs) (laughs) that's a good one Yes, I've known you my whole life. Right. I've known I've you most known of mine. Your whole life. <laughs> there was a moment there. Two years. There span. was there was, you know, not quite two years where you were not even a blip on my uh screen. How about them? Them apples. Oh apples. Oh Aw. apples. <laughs> I missed them. <laughs> so Ashley misses apples because at the age of, I don't know what, 24, 25? I developed an apple allergy. Crazy talk. Who the hell develops an entire apple allergy? This guy. This person right here. Right. Me. Me. And it's funny because my lunches prior to this were legit a peanut butter jelly sandwich and an apple. So imagine I move up to Northern Virginia on my own, you know, besides, you know, the husband, well, boyfriend at the time. And I'm getting say, sick every day. Husband. <laughs> I, well, at the time, he wasn't. He was a legit boyfriend. And I'm like, I'm getting sick. Like, I guess it's time to move home. We're getting sick. And then one day, all I ate was an apple. And I was horribly sick. And I was like, I think it's the apple. That is and because so sad. I didn't, yeah. And because I didn't want to believe it, I tried it again. And then the you learn. And I was like, it's it's the apple. It's, Stop it's... trying to discover the issue here. So did you ever like go to a doctor for it or anything? No. I just stopped eating apples and I was perfectly fine. Oh wow. It you don't think it could have been like the type of apple, but you were just kinda like, mm, all apples are the devil, all apples must go. Yeah, because then, like, as I started eating, you know, I stopped eating apples. And then as I started just eating everything else in my regular life, I was like, hmm, I don't feel too great. And it's like, oh, because this has apple juice in it. Wow. I feel so <laughs> bad for you. <laughs> like, it's like, oh, wait. Oh, we got a fruit basket. That's nice. Oh, there's apple. You dip the apples in the chocolate, too. Uh- oh, well, I'm just going to try it anyway, because it's. <laughs> They don't connect in my brain. Next day, called out of work. So I'm sick. <laughs> They're like, because the edible arrangement had apples. And I'm like, yeah, I didn't put that together. Oh, my God, Ashley. How do you not? How do you not? Because I don't want it to be true. Oh, that's fair. I wouldn't want it to be true either. 
know, it's like, yeah, it's been a we, year, maybe, but no, we're not good. <laughs> I'm pretty sure time does not heal all allergies. Or but it created any. this one, so I don't understand. But did it create it, or do you think maybe just over the course of time, you just became more sensitive to it? I think over the course of time, like, because I think we went to that vegan restaurant, like the bakery, like a couple years ago, you, me, and mom, and they used apple cider in the cake, and I was fine. Oh, my God, that vegan place was so delicious. I went through a whole vegan phase podcast family. Um in 2018 which actually kind of like leads into today's topic (laughs) yeah we love a great lead in yeah so today's topic is you're grounded we're going to talk about ground beef or more specifically we're going to talk about different types of ground meat what things can you get grounded for (laughs) (laughs) not listening to your parents right i mean I don't. I didn't bring home that C on that math test. You're not supposed to bring home. I mean, girl, it's thing. Mm, the <laughs> things that you could get grounded for in the Smith family household. I was your mostly dad realizing that if he sends Ashley to her room, it's not really a punishment. Da-da-da-da. It was such a punishment for me in high school to be sent to my room. Oh my oh, gosh! No, my room was where I, I wanted to be. No, I wanted to be out doing something other than being in the house that's, <laughs> that's our differences i'm like oh I'm, I'm grounded oh thank you i'm right. gonna go to my room with all my books bye See you i later. was team get me the hell out of this house because i had freedom as long as i wasn't at home i went to school i did what i wanted to do at school um doing a podcast is just a hair different from doing the announcements every morning um in my high school which i adored i loved doing the morning announcements that was my jam i think my senior year yeah for all of the things that we don't have in common doing the morning announcements is also my jam oh yeah see that's i think why doing a podcast isn't too far (laughs) fetched for us because we were here for that um but like i was i was never at home i think by my like junior year i was just like i'm out this is the place for me to sleep eat shit and you know like get in trouble so as long as i'm not here i'm not in trouble (laughs) so i was not feeling it no i was perfectly fine with being in my room in my own little quarter, in my own little Girl, chair. no. My room was lonely because my ass was only in it long enough to sleep, bathe. And I always fell asleep with my TV on. You remember when we first moved into the house on 4th Avenue and how all of us started off with curtains on our um, for doors? Because we oh had God. the... <laughs> So, so no, it was she's. Oh. But wait, wait, wait. We have to explain. So, <clears throat> um, I think in 1998, my parents were fed up with Ashley and I always fighting because we shared a room. It was always some drama unless I was calling into the radio station. Nope, I think that was drama too because I would wake you up. There was exactly. always drama. Um, we lived in a three bedroom, two bathroom home in good old Howland Park, HP, on Carolina Avenue. From a community perspective, it was like the best place to grow up, right? Like, Basically, yes. Everybody we needed was a block over. Right. 
and some just live right on the block, right? right. So it was just you ate good, you got in trouble if you like the neighbors saw you doing something you weren't supposed to do. And then we were only two blocks from the corner store. We were right across the street from the park. Like it was the bomb. And Hardy Plaza, may she rest in peace. And Hardy was the bomb. She's the reason why I'm so smart now today. It's all her. Seriously. No, her, seriously. Her, her program her is the bomb. Her pre-K program, I learned so much. Yeah, that's true. So um, finally they got tired of Ashley and I fighting um, because we were sharing one room. Um, we went from bunk beds to two day beds with a window in between and dressers on one end, like there, we were against the wall, but then on one side there was like um, our dressers or whatever. And we had that tiny closet. Oh, I forgot about that. <clears throat> I'm going to oh say. God, I forgot about that closet. Yeah. Fourth Avenue. I mean, Carolina Avenue was. It was the bomb to grow up. You had the McDonald's around the corner. You had Mike and Brandon around the corner. You had the Mayhews. You had the Mayhews, the Robertsons. Yeah, yeah. Like, that whole It Takes a Village thing was legit on Carolina Avenue. And you could get your ass beat by any one of them people. And then you knew as soon as you got home or as soon as your parents got home, they was going to tear that ass up a little bit more. Because one, you got in trouble and you were doing something you weren't supposed to do. But number two, because you embarrassed them because you was out here doing dumb shit. In these streets. Like, <laughs> you were we in didn't these raise streets. you to be like these. Yeah, we were legit in them streets, but we were carefully watched in the streets. Right. Yeah. <laughs> that was, I mean, for Carolina Avenue to be such a major street, you know, like um, in Highland Park, we, we definitely had a good old time. But, um... At one point, I guess mom and dad got tired of having to share a bathroom with three teenagers. And Ashley and I were constantly fighting. It was just constant bickering. Um, So we moved to a way bigger house, right? But we moved like two miles away from everyone. Yeah. A whole different part of Highland Park. Like we, we went to see the house and I was like, this isn't even Highland Park. Like, what are you talking about? Like, this is not Howland Park. Right. It's, it's legit Howland Park, but to us, it it's, was not. It was not, right? I had to take a whole bus to get back to my old neighborhood. What yeah. are you talking about? This is foolishness. So, um, but I got my own room. That was nice. And so then, and all of us got our own rooms, right? You had the front with, like, the bay window. And I William had the room next to you. His room was ginormous. It was huge. And then I had the room right across from mom and dad. I drew the short stick. But I had three windows in my room, so that was nice. I always yeah. had sunlight. That's one always. thing I miss in my condo. I don't always have sunlight. My my condo is very dark. <clears throat> um, but when we first moved in, we were rehabbing this 100 and some odd year old house. And they took it all the way down to the studs and, you know, built it all the way back up. And... Along the way, they took all the doors off the rooms and, you know, slowly but surely each person's room got done. And one would assume that maybe they would go in order of seniority of child. But they did not. You're not bitter. For whatever reason, I, I had got my room done last. And so I was living with a damn sheet for forever. And I was the good kid. I got up every day, went to school, had great grades, did sports. Like, what are you talking about? 
Uh, I was also the good kid. Ma'am, you got drunk in high school. But did they know about it? No. But you would miss cl- you would miss whole days from school. I'm sorry. It's not my fault. I went to a college <clears throat> prep school where I could kind of control my life. If I had gone to the same school as you and William, I would say that I would have been in your shadow, and they would expect me to be valedictorian. You, they would and not. That was not have. my goal. They would not um, have. <laughs> we went to the same middle school, and they expect me to be just like you. That is unfortunate and crazy, and. I'm just saying, I was hella sneaky then. I'm probably still sneaky now. But anyway, <clears throat> um, so yeah, I ended up with a sheet on my door for forever. Well, we all had sheets on our door, but you did have the sheet on your door longer. The longest. But when we all got doors, we all did a collective door slam to celebrate. Right, because it <laughs> took, what was it? We were in the house for like, what, a year or two before I actually got a door. Yeah, it was. It was a. I can't remember how long. It was a honest. long. I just know it was a while. I know it was a while. I'm like, yeah, but we door. did all slam the door because I finally had one. Yeah. Yes. It was I'm, collective door slamming. Collective door slamming. Um. So yeah, we're talking about all the good things you can do with ground meat. Give a little history of ground meat. And I do mean a little because it's not an easy one to to research, right? And um. So anyway, let's get into uh, our random-ish. <laughs> I think we're already in it, but so- um, I feel like we just did that. <laughs> yeah, we did do the random-ish, <laughs> kind of strong. But you know what? I want to let you know um, that Wikipedia, one of our favorite websites, like we don't have any sponsors. Like everything we do is out of our own pockets. Like today I bought a laptop. Go me. Um, our wonderful mics. Mics. Our mics. Yeah, we pay for those too. But maybe one day we'll recoup all that wonderful cash. So this is not a Wikipedia ad, but I am a Wikipedia stan. I wanted uh, you to know. Wikipedia. That's my starting point. Like Wikipedia gives you sources. Right. They give you sources that you can just go to and then yes. confirm that that's a correct source. So Wikipedia right. for the win. For the win. Um make sure you donate to Wikipedia. They have merch. Wikipedia has merch. I was I so hyped. Girl, I bought a whole t-shirt from Wikipedia. I love it. I cannot wait for it to get warmer because it's cold as hell outside. I love my Wikipedia t-shirt. I'm doing a thing now where when I go to work on Fridays, I wear a shirt that has some type of saying on it. Either it'll be a sorority shirt, you know, I usually rep my letters on Fridays, or um, I have a sarcasm is the way I hug shirt that I adore. <laughs> and um, I also have a bougie shirt that I sometimes wear. And now I have a Wikipedia shirt. I'm so <laughs> excited. Okay. Um, so is that it for random ish? Any random ish you got going on? Nah, that's it. Okay. I mean, my random issues I really want to crepe for the second weekend in the row. Um, but that's about it. Yeah. Yeah. You should go make a crepe. I'm going to go buy one. Okay. Yeah, definitely. Support, support a small business today. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, wait. Do you want to tell people about that brownie you got that we posted a picture of? Oh, my God. Yes. Goodies. So. There is this place in Old Town Alexandria, VA, where I currently reside. And um, 
you know, not excited about where I reside, but I'm excited oh, about the food of where I reside. The food up there is the bomb. Uh, it's amazing. So um, it's this place called Mmm Goodies, like it's three M's. Mm. And then goodies, like mm, cookies, mm, but mm, goodies. goodies. Is, <laughs> have you watched uh, Buffy in the Buffy the Vampire Slayers? You'll get that mm, fashionix joke. Anyway, um, it's mm, goodies, <laughs> and um, it's Wisconsin style custard. And I did a cross country trip like five years ago. I've been married. It's longer than five years. You've been married no. five years. Well, yeah, I've been married, so it had to be seven years because I went the summer before I got engaged. So yeah. on a cross-country trip, we went to Wisconsin, two black chicks in Wisconsin, and we had the I mean, best dairy-based products in the world. And so when I heard about mm, Goodies three years ago, and he was just selling out of his truck, his name was Brandon, and he, he was just doing his um, frozen yogurt frozen custard out of his truck. Um, he had a um, nice little cute little truck named Gigi. He Aww. still had that. And um, Shane and I met him and him and Shane connected like bro love for real. And we've just been supporting him as he's gone from the truck to the mm, good East ice house in old town, um, Alexandria. And we go like at least once a month, like we sometimes go more than once a month, but there's at least once a month where we go. And he has brownies. He has these apple cider donuts, which Shane says are delicious. I love uh, apple cider yes donuts and oh everything my, is homemade God. yeah it's all homemade like he is making these things like the week before he had cinnamon rolls that he had made oh my god so he'll legit put anything in between he'll use anything as a base for his custard and he has chocolate custard and vanilla custard you can't go wrong and he was also on um what's that food channel what's the food, food network channel? the food network like he was featured on there when he was just in the truck so Ooh. he has a following. Must. And I mean, if he had, he always had a following. He had you and Shane and y'all are, always. when Ashley and Shane find something they like, it's over for you. <laughs> we're, <coughs> we're supporting you. <clears throat> and it's a small business with a, it's a small business owned by a black man. We hey, are hey. there. Yeah. If it is black owned, we are, we're your new friends. Hello. Thank you. We're going to get to know you by name. And that's, you know, for me, being that I don't like people is a big deal. <laughs> but you do like people of all shades and colors, but your preference, not a preference, but you do like to support a black business. I don't oh, blame I you. Yeah. I don't blame if you. It's, it, there's, there's a whole hierarchy, hierarchy. Like, are you a small business? Yes. Are you black owned? Yes. Are you not black owned? Okay, you're second. But I'm still going with you because you're a small business. I'm going with small businesses in general because usually the product from a small business is one point, right? Yes. But there are some small businesses, not so much on point. And you know what? Then I just go to Target. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I get it. And all for some reason, all the stuff that I love that are small businesses are dessert-based. Girl. Like, I had Shane go to this place called Frollo Cheesecake, which is in Maryland. And, and he's that's like, a hike and a half from y'all's house. Well, it's literally up the street from us, Maryland. Yeah, yeah, that's right, four ninety five. But mm -hmm. wait, the place was in Maryland. It was on that's that like National Harbor side of Maryland. National Harbor. Oh, we can legit see that. You know, we see the ferry. Yeah, you can so see we... National Harbor from your house. Yeah, so he went there. <laughs> you know what and I he, he was like. <laughs> 
You know we quote. You know exactly we quote. SNL. Yes, SNL quote. And I can see Russia from my house. Like, yo, I honestly thought that lady said that. That is bad, but also tells you the, the power to, of a good joke. I was, Tina Fey did her thing. Okay, <laughs> back. <laughs> Squirrel. Okay, yeah, so furlough cheesecake. <laughs> It's in um, National Harbor, and it's called Furlough Cheesecake because she was a government government worker who got furloughed, you know, Ooh. back in the Obama days, and she just decided to go with it. And her cheesecake, chef's kiss. Mm. She's also a black woman, so it makes me even happier. Yeah, like I get nice. my fabric from a black woman in Maryland. I get my cheesecake from a black woman in America in Maryland, and I get my ice cream from black men in Alexandria. Girl. <laughs> like, I just support those who do good jobs. That's right. All. Yes. But <sighs> no less. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, I'm jealous. Of course, we are not partaking of dairy right now. We're definitely not doing sugar. But I will say for me to be one week into my whole 30, um, I feel pretty good. It's not as hard as it was when I've done it years before. Um, I have really bad carpal tunnel and right before we started, like at night, my hand, my fingers would start to go numb, which means there's probably a pinched nerve in there and whole 30 kind of like you stop eating stuff that tends to cause inflammation like dairy. And within a week, a lot of those things, you know, have simmered down, not gone away because they're legitimate issues, but they've definitely simmered down. But I was really proud of myself because earlier this week. Someone offered me a piece of cake. And normally, I mean, and this wasn't any type of special cake. This wasn't Shindig's cake. You know, this wasn't like diehard go in type of cake. And I looked at it and I was like, no, thanks. And I didn't even feel bad about it. I didn't even think twice about it. I was like, oh, my God. Go me. Go me. Go me. I was like so excited. I had to go tell somebody. I was like, Matt, someone offered me a piece of cake. I said, no. <laughs> I mean, with my work situation, I have learned very quickly how to say no to things that I don't know the source. And I um, love cake. I have never said no to a cake before I went into <laughs> this new job for the past five years. Yeah. And it's like, nope, mm-mm, that's okay. That's fine. I'll just eat, I'll just buy a slice cake when I go home. Right. No worries. I'm it, good. <laughs> it wasn't a shindig's piece of cake, so it wasn't worth me breaking my whole 34. Yeah. So, all right. Now that we've done a full 20 some minutes of random ish, <laughs> let's get into it. All right. Um, so, ground meat. Um, so, back in 2018, I, we hinted at this earlier. I decided to go vegan, like just. Just mic drop, I'm vegan. I'm not partaking of any animal flesh, um, no animal byproducts, no nothing. And I will say that was diet-based only. I still had leather shoes. I still had the leather belt. Um, I've only ever had faux fur. <laughs> but I wasn't like vegan, vegan, vegan. So don't at me for any of the vegan, vegan, vegans. Uh, you are doing God's work and you keep up your good job. But I decided to stop partaking of animal-based products. Uh, do you remember that? Obviously, you do because we I just do. talked about it. That one restaurant on H Street. But we also went to Nice Cream too, and you had the, yes. their banana whips. Nice Cream. 
Yes, I miss nice cream. I particularly appreciate it because their um, sign hints at science because it has into in it and it's just like, you know, makes me happy, makes me smile. The geek in me gets excited. So, you know, that was back when I was working in D.C., and I got to bother Ashley like every other day for three months physically, yeah. like with my physical presence versus just calling <laughs> her all the time. Um, and I was always trying to go out to eat. Man, those were the days when you didn't have to wear a mask. Just sitting on the metro, not worried about dying because someone's going to breathe out COVID. <laughs> I mean, and that was the time that I legit went out so much more was when you were up here for those three months. If we were always going somewhere, we were going to mom's, we were grocery like, shopping together. It we was were in everything. these streets. We were, we were we in were, these Northern Virginia streets. We were. We, we were having, I was having a good old time hanging out in Nova, D.C., Merlin. Because you got to say it right, Merlin. Um... It was a good time. So obviously the vegan thing didn't quite stick, right? Like I clearly am back to eating meat, but I'm not back to eating red meat. Um, but Janaris and I kind of talked about it. Like, do we want to reintroduce red meat? And I'm terribly scared. Like, am I going to shit my pants the first time I eat, you know, like some ground beef? I don't know. So in my thoughts of <laughs> should, should I reintroduce red meat, this was a perfect segment for me to take on. So um, I think it's fair to say that you and I and William, we grew up on ground meat recipes. Oh, we did. Oh, we totally did. I mean, that was like a, a not a weekly thing, but like a damn near everyday thing. I don't recall much chicken um, or turkey. No, I really don't. But we talked about. Remember, <laughs> uh, I don't remember many vegetables either, but I remember ground beef. I don't beef. remember <laughs> a lot of vegetables. <laughs> Could have sworn there was a vegetable, but I can't point out a single meal that we've mentioned so far. Not a one. Spaghetti. Mom a is probably pissed. She's going to hear this episode and she's going to straight lay our asses you out. Had you like, had vegetables. You had vegetables. You had vegetables. Like potatoes and starch, not a vegetable, mom. <laughs> and that's how she died. You would totally be dead, Joe. Don't do that. That look, the look she'll Yo, give me. She like, will I'm sorry. straight. You I'm out sorry. here embarrassing her in these streets. Sorry. You might as well go ahead and go get a bean from Miss Jackie and them so she can go beat you. You know what? Now I'm Miss Cousin Mary because I can just go get my switch. I go switch. get your switch. Mm. Go ahead and get that. <laughs> Going out to the tree. So, um, you know, in the first episode, um, Dad mentioned all the ground recipes that we had. You know, he mentioned the beef stroganoff hamburger helper. Then, of course, spaghetti. And then all the other versions of hamburger helper. I'm, I know we had plenty of hamburgers. Um, so, yeah, we grew up on ground meat. <laughs> Mostly ground beef. Because I don't think you were doing a lot of ground turkey in the 90s. I don't think so either. I don't think it was a thing. And feeding a family of five, if you can get ground beef and, you know, separate it into separate packs, separate little bundles, you're good for a good week. So yeah. I'm not mad at it. Right. Exactly. Oh, chuck wagon. That was the other chuck thing. Wagon. Yeah. Oh 
So um, what are some of your favorite ground meat recipes right now? Right now, it's legit spaghetti. Like, I don't know what happened when I moved up here. I guess I got bougier because clearly, you know, when we were growing up, we were the kids who talked white. So you know, I always hated it, but we clearly didn't eat white. We were right there with the rest of the hood. Clearly we were not. But um, moved up here and I was now in charge of cooking for myself and Shane and it became chicken. Like a chicken breast in an oven, you good to go. So the only ground beef I'm eating right now, besides the cheeseburgers that I love, is um, spaghetti. And that's what I miss. I want a good hamburger. Yeah, like, and I think yeah. it was a conscious choice. Like, I'm not giving up hamburgers. Do I understand that red meat is not the best thing? I understand this. Am I giving this up? <laughs> no. But I mean, will but I, I think, limit it? Yes, I can I limit it. I want to say that red meat isn't bad. I mean, like, you could also have too many strawberries. And These sh- are also Literally bad. shitting yourself. Right? Like, <laughs> um, you could have too much oatmeal. Mm-hmm. And that could be, you know, another opportunity to shit yourself. It's like you could bake two chicken breasts. Well, first cut those chicken breasts in half, bake them in the oven, throw them on some salad, um, just throw them in some rice and some um, broccoli. I mean, it was such, it's such an easy thing to make that that is pretty much what I relied on until recently when I got tired of food. <laughs> okay, so... Janarius cooked dinner last night. Bless his whole heart. He did some chicken breast that he marinated in a balsamic vinaigrette dressing type of deal. And, you know, that chicken was so damn dry. So he cuts the chicken. He he split the breast, Mm -hmm. which was cool. But then he cooked it on a cookie sheet, on a baking sheet. I was like, babe, Why'd you, why'd you cook chicken breast on a baking sheet? He says, because I wanted it to get brown. So I looked at him and said, was it worth it? Cook my chicken breast on a cookie sheet, on a baking sheet deal. For how long? Girl, that chicken was damn near dust. (laughs) Well, it's never dust, but I'm also like... Putting it on salad with dressing, so I know that if it is dry as all know what, that dressing's gonna hide a lot of it. So, so at the end of dinner, he looks at me and says, "That was rough, and that was so weak." I'm sorry. We supposed to be talking about ground meat, okay? Um, for me. Well, while you get yourself together, I'll tell you one thing that we cook in my house that I hate, but we cook it. Because it's healthy. That's salmon. Oh, yeah. You just say you don't like salmon. I despise salmon. I also despise salmon and asparagus. What is my... What is... Really? Toast and Mary favorite meal. Oh, my gosh. Salmon with rice and asparagus. I'm like, I will legit But no mac and cheese. He's not giving you that, But no mac and cheese. So, like, once a week, I make sure we have salmon. It's like... I know we're going to have something healthy-ish. Yesterday, I was legit a five-year-old. We have had the defrosted... <laughs> we have legit had the defrosted salmon in the, in the refrigerator. Like, we needed to eat it. Like, mm-hmm. that was money I did not want to waste. I'm right. like, I don't want salmon. It's Friday night. We eat out on Friday nights. He looked at me. I looked at him. I'm like, look, 
here's the deal. This needs to be eaten. I don't want to eat it. I don't know what to do. And I just walked away. He goes, looks up a recipe, goes and cooks it at like 7.30, o'clock at night. It is lemon garlic salmon with the rice. And I'm just like, sir, this was amazing. Look at God just delivering you a meal while you're having a whole tantrum. Yeah, because I don't like food lately. Like, towards, I don't, for like the past two months, if you ask me what I want to eat for dinner, I'm looking at you like, I don't know. I ain't got an answer for you. Do you think maybe you're in a food rut? I think so. That could be it. It could be a food rut. That happens. And I'm like, I don't know what to eat. I don't know what to buy at the grocery store. So I just buy the old faithfuls and that's what we've been eating. Meal meal prepping this morning was so stressful. Like as soon as I realized we had to go to the grocery store today, I immediately felt so much stress. Like, oh my God, I feel you. It's like, it's hard because you want to eat healthy food, but you don't want to eat the same shit every day. It's stressful. So I'm glad, I'm glad my brother-in-law took, took the reins and hooked you up. Gave you a good meal. He yeah. said the way right. to Ashley's heart is through her stomach. Okay. <clears throat> You're ready. <laughs> All right. Now that we've identified that our husbands do in fact cook. And I will say I had leftovers today. My husband made some stew. That thing smacked. So it wasn't. Um, it's not that he can't cook. It's just that that chicken was. He made an unfortunate choice this one time. No. <laughs> He likes his food very, 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 very well done. Okay. And I just like my food cooked appropriately. <laughs> so it's, it doesn't sound different, but there's a difference. Okay. I, I, I get the difference. <laughs> okay. So I did some Googling because that's my favorite pastime. Googling, looking at Wikipedia, buying yarn that I will never make anything from, and then holding on to that yarn with all of my might. She says, looking over at her stash of yarn, hey, yarn. (laughs) (laughs) Right. There's no time for for fun stuff like that. So the history of ground beef. Um, So ground beef is typically made from, you know, less tender or popular cuts of beef, usually trimmings from your more tender things. That's what we use when we make ground beef. And um, pretty much any cut of beef can be used to make ground beef. But chuck steak is the most popular choice um, because of its meat to fat ratio. Um, I usually buy very lean meats with less fat um and and then i add fat (laughs) cooking in oil which i don't know doesn't necessarily make sense um round steak is often used as well now ground beef is categorized now i don't know if anyone ever paid attention to this but i did not but how the the meat to fat percentage is how you categorize ground beef so chuck is 78 to 84% lean. So that means uh, you have um, somewhere from, no, I got to do public math. (laughs) 
public math. Don't do public math. I Anyone will not from... be mathing on this podcast. <laughs> not mathing at all? No, I shall not. If it's not done in the notes, it ain't being done. Oh my it's going to be a guesstimate, and it, it will be wrong. But I can't guesstimate. By a lot. 100 minus 78. Um, so that's uh, 22%. Anywhere from 22% to 16%. Um, that is ground chuck. Ground round is 85 to 89% lean. And then lastly, you have sirloin, which is 90 to 95% lean. So if you're looking for a really lean cut of meat, you want something in the 90 to 95% lean um, category. And that'll that'll be uh, your most lean piece of ground meat. But that may not be the best piece of ground meat to go make something that everyone I believe loves, which is meatloaf. But we'll get into that a little bit later. So um, food laws are interesting and they vary by country. And so, of course, many, many articles I've read over the years talk about how the U.S. has some of the most interesting and lenient food laws. (laughs) We are very lenient. Damn near shit. what we are allowed to label and not label. So in the United States, beef fat can be added to a hamburger, but not to ground beef, Um, which means like the, the meat that they are grinding to make your ground beef, it has to come from that meat, which is why, you know, like the less tender, less desirable, more fatty pieces of meat are, are, based on what they naturally have, I guess is what I'm trying to say. Um, the maximum amount of fat by weight allowed is 30% fat. So the most you should ever find is 70 to 30%. And that is compared to France. Oh, not France. France. Oh, we know, we, we know what do you think it is? France. What do you think it is for France? The best of the best. I'm sorry, the creme de la creme. We <laughs> the go up most here. you can use in France is 20%, and most fast food chains use 15%. That wow. to me. And I'm just kind of like, for real? Like, damn, I. You remember that terrible, terrible rumor that was going around about Taco Bell? I still ate Taco Bell. I don't believe that rumor. Not at all. When people were like, Taco Bell uses the worst ground beef ever. Mm-hmm. They use what's worse than what they won't even put in dog food. Now I'm kind of like, well, maybe they don't use what they won't put in dog food, but maybe it has the highest fat content. Maybe you don't want to necessarily give it to your dog because it might like, kill your dog one day. I don't know. So I thought that to be interesting. And in Germany, Germany is even more restrictive than um, France, where they only allow up to 15% fat in oh. your ground beef. And they even have a special type of ground beef that's even more restrictive, which is called tartar for steak tartar. Which is raw steak. Yeah, I don't don't think I want to eat raw steak. Um, That has to be less than 5% fat. So, Mm. yeah, that's a little nugget about ground beef. If you ever wanted to know about ground beef now, the stuff. Oh, wait, I'm sorry. I'm skipping over some of my notes. So um, they can add seasoning and phosphate and extenders and binders to ground meat, but they cannot add any water. So they can't add water and they can't add beef fat to ground Mm -hmm. beef. So 
that's nice, I guess. And then um, we know that typically when we go to the store to buy ground beef, I got the worst, like this is a hard ass topic to educate people about. Well, of course, when you go to a grocery store and you go to buy ground meat of any kind, beef, lamb, chicken, um, you buy it based on the fat to the meat to fat ratio. And Mm -hmm. so, um, you know, if you're looking for a good lean cut of meat, you definitely want something in the 90 percent or more um, line. But just be prepared because it won't be as juicy as something in like the 85 percent meat to 15 percent fat range. So, um, as I mentioned earlier, I used to be vegan. Well, I, I used to be on a non-animal-based diet. <laughs> and so, that lasted like four and a half months. But it was a good run. It was a good run. It was a good run. <laughs> it was longer than I thought it would last. So, since then, we've really gotten into ground turkey. And so, I decided to check out ground turkey as well. Because what the hell, if we're looking up stuff about ground meat... So, did you know there was a National Turkey Federation? I mean, I feel like I want to say that's along with the pork, the other white meat. That's my only association <laughs> with that, which I, I don't just, eat a lot of, which is weird. Y'all got like a whole foundation, um, federation, but federation, because when you say federation, you know what I think of. I think Star, Star Trek. Trek. Well, like Star Trek. There's a whole federation. Like generation. Right. I think they're nothing <laughs> about Captain Picard. <laughs> Right? Beam me up. Whatever. Not okay, about a turkey. So, no. so um, ground turkey is manufactured from whole muscle material. You don't see meat, but material. Whole muscle Whole muscle material. material. Such as drumstick, thigh, neck, and other components, including skin and adhering fat in nat- natural proportions. So they can't, they don't just like go find the fattiest piece of the turkey, I guess, and ground it. But okay. um, yeah, so when we ground turkey, we get all the pieces and parts of the turkey. And ground turkey producers are, are actually regulated as well. So, but they're not regulated by the amount of fat that is allowed in ground turkey, but the fat content must stay at or below natural levels, which is between 10 to 15%. Okay. Which is starting to make me wonder, like, so when I go to the grocery store and I buy like all their ground turkey, cause that happens. <laughs> um, and it, I'm, I'm getting like the 93 to 7%. Like, so how do you get 93 to seven? If naturally turkey has between ten to fifteen percent fat, we so have questions. Am I just paying extra for bullshit? You might just be paying for the label. Like I know, like when when it comes to eggs, like the, how they grade eggs is it's not a thing. Oh yeah, I never paid attention to that, but I do prefer like eggs that have the yellow, um, orangey yolk because then I feel like they're a healthier egg. I don't know if that's actually a thing though. We're going to have to talk about that one day. It's going to be an eggy conversation. (laughs) Uh Uh-oh, the little guy's awake. Jumbles on the move. (laughs) All right. So um, the stuff that dad can't have today is meatloaf. I love a good meatloaf. What about you? Same. I'm like thinking I should have 
Oh, no, no, because my local grocery store is out of ground beef. So, yeah, I now want meatloaf. So, thank you. You're welcome. So I needed something. <laughs> yeah, I love meatloaf. And you could put meatloaf with damn near any vegetable or yes. grain, and it'll be bomb. Like, you don't even have to think hard. Mm-mm. We live on um, microwave veggies in, like, the steamable bags. Girl, you can make you some meatloaf, throw that in there, and be good to go. So, um, Well, you're lucky, because I'm, I'm married to this guy who doesn't eat cheese, which, again, ladies, gentlemen, non-binary folks, think about what, you're, what the person you love likes to eat, because you're stuck with them. But, oh, because um, you would want to eat some mac and cheese with your meatloaf, wouldn't you? Yeah, but guess what? He doesn't like the frozen steamed vegetables. What? I'm like, you got preferences over your vegetables? On the vegetable? Boy, just eat the vegetable. So (laughs) he has learned how to steam his fresh vegetables. But that means you have to buy the fresh vegetables. I know. Oh, wow. Bless your heart. Super sad. Believe it or not, like, a one crown of broccoli is so much cheaper than buying the frozen broccoli. So at the end, and for my budget, it works. It Yeah. Yeah, it really is. But, and I can just cut it and be, I, I, I got to a point where I can cut broccoli really fast. Like it's not even one of those things like, oh my God, I got to do this. It's like, oh no, about to have spring, we're going to steam broccoli. All right. You know Hush. what? There is a broccoli recipe that I love. It's in Nom Nom Paleo. It's in her first edition of her cookbook. It's called Broccoli Bagna Cuda or something like that. B-A-G-N-A. And then the last word is Cuda, C-A-U-D-A. Or it's not, it's not C-U-D-A? No, it's C-A-U-D-A. Oh, okay. Cuda, cowda, I don't know. Cuda, shoulda, woulda. Cuda, woulda, But it is broccoli, but you roast it with anchovies. When I, I tell don't have you, an opinion on that. And you, so that must mean I'm willing to and, try it. And some lemon, girl. <laughs> when I tell you that thing slap I was like listen I was not (laughs) expecting that to be like my first time ever knowingly having anchovies as an adult besides what's in you know like Caesar dressings that Mm -hmm. are made was that and those anchovies and that lemon on the broccoli best combination ever hello so, um, Nom Nom Paleo, there, her broccoli, Bagna Cuda. I don't know if I'm 88%, nope, I'm 90, 99.9999999% <laughs> sure. And then I'm totally mispronouncing this, but <laughs> that broccoli is just bomb, it's delicious. Um, and I also learned that putting lemon on broccoli helps with the flavor. It helps it not be so, because um, broccoli is a, <sighs> I'm going to fuck this word up. It's okay. No one's judging you. They're totally not judging one fan, me. Except for that one fan who is. I was going to say, because we only got the one fan. <laughs> that one fan is judging you, but you know what? They're going to try to pronounce it themselves. And they're like, it's yeah, a carciferous. It's a. Anyway, it's a it's one of those types of veggies. Uh huh. I can see, spell it, it, but I can't say it. <laughs> I know it. I know it when I see it. 
but the lemon actually helps with the okay. like if you find broccoli to be a little strong tasting and you know sulfury type of feel to it put a little lemon on it helps it out so much it mellows out the flavor perfectly and i didn't know that i made broccoli with lemon on it you know several months ago and little dude actually ate that broccoli he okay. he threw down on that broccoli okay so um there are millions of meatloaf recipes on the internet. Al Gore's internet has tons and tons and tons, tons of um, meatloaf recipes. So I'm not here to give you a meatloaf recipe, but I do want to talk you through what makes a good meatloaf, whether okay. you're using uh, ground beef or ground turkey. Um, I did try ground chicken meatloaf once. I was not a fan. Ground chicken is very dry to me and it would have taken a lot of effort to, you know, put sufficient fat content into it to make it good. And then it would have just been slimy and mushy. And you don't want a slimy, mushy meatloaf. You want a meatloaf that got some, some mm to it, like some weight on it, some, some get up and go about itself. Um, so I didn't, I didn't find ground chicken to work for me, but these are a few tips for those of you who do enjoy a good meatloaf. Um, so number one is you want to have a good fat content. This is not where you're having a super lean cut of meat. Um, you need that fat in order to really make your meatloaf, you know, like come together and stick to it. He's a coming y'all and I'm not recording this again. So you're going to hear the little guy for the last 10 minutes of this episode today. Um, so you got to get a higher fat content meat. I'm not saying you got to go for like the 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 75, 25% um, meatloaf, although that could work as well. But um, your super lean cuts of meat, you're going to have to add fat into it if you want it to be, you know, like tasty. Um, the next thing is you want to keep it moist. <laughs> Random, but the word moist... <laughs> It I does don't not know. Bother me. It bothers me. It, that, oh my god! It, it does not. It's when certain people say, like one of my really good friends, rest his soul. I really miss him so much. But he used to say delicious and moist in a way that would just irk my. I was just like, I hate these words. And he wasn't saying it in a negative way or in a nasty way. It was just his emphasis, the way he put his emphasis on the syllables. It just was kind of like, <laughs> oh my god, what are you doing? Okay. So you want to keep your meatloaf moist, right? Um, so some people put milk in their meatloaf to help with the moisture content um, because most meatloaf recipes call for some sort of starch to be in the flour or breadcrumbs. That's the dog. That's Murph. Um, you'll often hear him in the background too. Um, so you definitely want to have some moisture in your meatloaf. You need that. Um but here's the thing that I was super lazy on for the longest time, and I just didn't care. You got to saute your vegetables. So really? most people try to put, you know, like some people just do straight meat in their meatloaf, but you need something else in the meatloaf, right? In the meat mixture. And most people go for a vegetable. If you put a vegetable in your meatloaf, thou shalt saute their vegetable, okay? Because it's not going to cook down in the meatloaf it's gonna be soft you know not soft but you know you have that firm texture of the meatloaf and then all of a sudden you got a crunchy bit in there 
and or you have mini crunchy bits in there and it just kind of throws it off so don't be lazy like me actually saute your vegetables and you could put any vegetable that you're really kind of feeling in your meatloaf i go for um onions and peppers sometimes i put spinach in there you know one other thing i was hella lazy on is when you put spinach and stuff you should chop it up my mother-in-law she she put me on game that but saute your veggies. It takes like five minutes. And I, I know if you're rushing, that could be a hard thing to do, but it just adds taste um, to your to your meatloaf. And it helps with the texture and, and feel of your meatloaf. So I would go with that. So um, those are my suggestions for any type of meatloaf. I wouldn't use chicken. Definitely, definitely a higher, higher, higher fat content um, cut of meat, keep it moist, <laughs> sure and saute your veggies. And no matter what recipe you use, whether it calls for Worcestershire sauce or barbecue sauce, or if you're dumping half a bottle of ketchup in it, if you're doing all those things, you'll get a good, you shaking your head, you put a lot of ketchup in your meatloaf. So much ketchup is ridiculous. <laughs> we use Worcestershire sauce. I don't put milk in my meatloaf, but I have had meatloaf with milk in it, and it does add some moisture. Definitely want to throw some breadcrumbs, or if you're doing a paleo type thing, put some almond flour in there. I wouldn't necessarily go with coconut flour. Coconutty. Yeah, it's going to give you a little hint of sweetness, perhaps. But yeah, that's what you want to do with your, your meatloaf. So that you can go and, and enjoy a good hearty meal. Um, meat loaf reads wonderfully, either in the oven or um, in the microwave for work. Because, you know, when you go to work and somebody's like, mmm, someone's lunch smells delicious. And you always say with like your chest poked out, that's me. And I'm like, would you make Amber meat loaf? And, um... I like to take a little bit of the fat that cooks out of the meatloaf to make my own gravy. There was a period of time where I didn't do gravy, but we're saving that for our saucy <laughs> episode. We're going to get saucy with y'all. Um, but that was a college experience. Nonetheless, um, I like to take some of the fat and make a little gravy with it. And I, ooh, if I'm feeling real fancy, I'll put some onions and peppers in that gravy too. That thing's so good. And then you just have whatever side you're looking for. You know, you could be like Ashley. You could steam your veggies yourself. You could be like me and take that good old bag out of the freezer, throw it in the microwave. But either way, you've got yourself a delicious meal that tastes good and yes. the entire family should love oh you know what smitty puts on his meatloaf right no what he likes to put a slice of cheese on top i was about to say i was about to say have you had a meatloaf sandwich though because i make homemade bread every week so for me it's like part of the deal of my life it's there's going to be fresh bread and i'm mm. like i've been in a food rut but right now i'm like i can make meatloaf for two people right yeah Make a nice piece of fresh made bread. Mm -hmm. Melt some cheese on that. Yes, ma'am. Put a little ketchup on that. Preach, preacher. Damage. I am. Um, hey, now. Pass I the plate, y'all. The, 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 the sermon is, is going done. On the grocery list. We Girl, know what we're having next week. <laughs> we're gonna have some meatloaf this week too, man. Because you know what, I gotta take a picture of it anyway. Yes. So go ahead and make you that lovely meatloaf this week. Put it in rotation on your meal planning, y'all. It's it's a healthy dinner you you don't have to 
put the things in there that make it a little less healthy. You can totally make a delicious, budget-conscious meatloaf for your family, and it doesn't break the bank, not at all. So I love it. Yeah. So that's it for um, for me and our You're Grounded episode of Stuff My Dad Can't Have. Ashley, anything to close us out? I'm just really happy that I now remember meatloaf is an option. <laughs> just really You're happy. welcome. I'm glad I got some help. mashed potatoes. Oh my gosh. Yes, with some mashed, <laughs> mashed potatoes. I'm excited. Yeah, me too. Yeah, we're going to have to have meatloaf this week. I got to go grocery shopping. So put that on the meal plan, you guys. And then you could you could finish up your meatloaf if you're doing desserts with some good old Rice Krispie treats because there ain't nothing wrong with that. Ew, ew. All right. Well, that's all we got for today. Um, you can check us out on Facebook at Stuff Our Dad Can't Have. We're also on Instagram at Stuff Our Dad Can't Have. And if you want to email us, it's Stuff My Dad Can't Have at gmail.com. Um, we'll talk about the name one day, but Stuff My Dad Can't Have, all one word literally all running together um, at gmail.com. And we hope you guys enjoyed this week's episode and we'll, we'll talk again soon. Kapow, kapow. We out.